Welcome to Network Marketing Success Secrets. I'm your host, Gloria McDonald. On this podcast, I'm going to share with you all of my best tools, tips, ideas, and techniques to help you get more leads, have a steady stream of highly qualified prospects coming in every single day, close more sales, and recruit more team members so that you can spend more time doing the things you love and less time doing the things you don't. I'm curious, let me ask you, how much could you really achieve and accomplish if you had a clear, simple, and proven roadmap to success and a mentor who knows how to guide you each step of the way? In this moment, you're standing on the threshold of an amazing life, and it's time for you to walk across that threshold to finally achieve your dreams with clarity and confidence, no matter how big your dreams may be. I know you can achieve these dreams because you are amazing, genius, and divine. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome everyone. Today I am super excited to have with me Brandon Leibowitz of SEO Optimizers. So Brandon, people talk about SEO, search engine optimization, and it sounds so difficult and so technical. And can you make it easy for, for us, for our viewers and listeners? Um, I mean, it does get a little technical and it's not really a one size fits all. So okay. it just depends on your website and the type of business, because if you're selling like products, like an e-commerce website, it's going to be yep. a little different than if you're like a plumber, because a local business would want to get on like Google maps and Yelp right. and things like that. But some overall like basic strategies would just be adding more content to your website. The more okay. text so not images or videos. Google can't really read that yet. They're getting better, but they really rely on text. The more text you have, the easier it is for them to read and understand what that page is about. And I usually tell people, put text on every single page that you want to rank. Not just the home page, but any page that you want to rank should have some content on it there for the search engines to read and try to understand what that page is about. But that one, something easy, not too technical, that will definitely have a big impact on those rankings. And I mean, I've talked a lot previously and other things about keyword uh, research. Do you have a tool that you love to use for keyword research? There are a bunch of different tools, but I like the Google Keyword Planner. It's a free tool from Google that will show you how many people actually search for your keyword every single month. So that one is from Google. So I trust that more than some other tools. There's a bunch of paid tools, but they're just pulling the data from the Google Keyword Planner to show you how many people search for that keyword every single month. And Google Keyword Planner, you put one keyword in there, it's gonna give you recommendations of hundreds, sometimes thousands of variations of that keyword. So they'll give you a lot of options out there, but there are a lot of different tools, a lot of different strategies. And I would say just do as much keyword research as you can because that is kind of like the foundation of your website, finding the right keywords that you wanna insert all over the website, kind of sprinkle it in the content into the coding and different places. But it really is important to do that before you start anything else. Yeah. And I love this strategy. Now we, you know, there are a lot of network marketers and affiliate marketers that are watching this. So a lot of them don't have their own websites because they're promoting a product of another company. However, even if you don't have your own website and I love 
when people do have their own websites, but even when they, when they don't, this strategy applies for YouTube. And I think everyone should have a YouTube channel and YouTube is a search engine. It's owned by Google, right? So everything mm -hmm. we're talking about here, it's the same concept you, for YouTube, you've got to do keyword research. You've, it's a search engine and you've got to optimize for that, right? Yep. Yep. You got to do it for pretty much any website, Amazon, Yelp, doesn't matter what it is, but most of these websites have search features and algorithms that if you do the right things, put in the right keywords, send the right signals to them, they'll increase those rankings and give you some more visibility and exposure. Exactly. So how do you find, let's say you're, let's say you've got a brand new either website or a brand new YouTube channel. How do you find the optimal keywords? Because you could find a keyword, let's say weight loss. Mm -hmm. But are you ever going to rank for a brand new website, a brand new YouTube channel? Are you ever going to rank on the keyword weight loss? Most likely not. Weight loss is one of the most competitive industries. Well, weight loss, finance, like Forex and adult. Those are like the three most competitive ones out there. So if you're trying to rank for that one, you just have to be realistic with your goals. And it's feasible. It just, it's just going to take a lot of time of building it up and building it up and building it up because those rankings are going to be tough to get. They're not going to be easy because those are highly competitive keywords that people want to rank for because they know they're going to make a lot of money if they rank for those keywords. So finding keywords that are more long tail. So what do you mean by long tail for, for people that are not familiar with this? What's, what's a long tail keyword? Yep. So a long tail keyword is two or more words that are in a keyword. So if a keyword or whatever you search in Google is one or two words. Those are really broad, kind of general words. Or like weight loss. That don't, that don't have much intent behind it. Like someone's searching for weight loss. What does that mean? There could be hundreds of different meanings of what, what they're looking for. What is weight loss? How do I lose weight? How do I become a weight loss dietitian maybe? I mean, there's a lot of different things. Whereas someone's looking for weight loss diets. They're looking for a diet. For weight loss. So they know what they're looking for or someone looking for weight loss paleo diet. They know even more specifically, they're looking for a paleo diet for weight loss. Less people are going to be searching for those keywords, but the people searching have that intent that they actually know what they're looking for. So finding those long tail keywords is always going to be the best strategy to, because ultimately you want sales, you want leads, conversions, and words that are one or two words. There's no real intent behind that. It's just so broad in general. There's no meaning or buyer intent behind that. So do keyword research that doing, I mean, there's a ton of different ways to do it. I like to just go and search in Google for your keywords. So use on that first page of Google, skip over the ads. They're not doing SEO. They're doing other things, but look at the organic, the free listings, the 10 websites on that first page of Google and their blue clickable link is called the SEO title tag. And that is where everyone is putting their keywords. So you can just quickly go search for your keywords, see all these blue clickable links, and you can see what keywords all your competitors are putting on that first page of Google. Because if they're on that first page of Google, they're definitely doing something right. And they're more than likely doing keyword research, especially if it's like a Yelp or an Amazon or Wikipedia. They have a whole team of people doing this keyword research. They're not just throwing keywords up there to throw them up there. They're checking them out, making sure they have search volume intent behind them. But I would still double check once you find a good list of keywords, double check in the Google Keyword Planner 
just to make sure people still search for that keyword because things change, trends change, people's search habits change. So just because it's up there doesn't mean it's still necessarily true. More than likely is, but you still might want to just double check. Let's say I find a keyword. Let's say I'm totally making this up, right? Uh, Let's say I'm looking for night cream to reduce wrinkles around your eye. That's long, but you know, there are people that will go in and type in night cream to reduce wrinkles around your eyes or something like that. Maybe it's best, maybe it's best vegan eye cream or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say I've got something, I mean, that one's very specific, best vegan eye cream. But if I've got something that I, I find that we should take something broader, like, uh, keto desserts say best keto desserts you're going to get a lot of a lot of keyword research a lot of uh um searches on that let's say you've got a search volume of 20,000 a month and you've again you've got this brand new website brand new youtube channel whatever and you see a search volume of 20,000 a month you think oh gosh that's great i definitely want that what, how do you figure out the sweet spot between the volume the monthly volume of searches on those keywords and the difficulty to rank on those keywords. Yeah. So when I look at difficulty, I would just say search in Google for your keywords. So you on that first page of Google and kind of place yourself. Are you a small business, medium size or a large corporation? If you just see on that first page of Google, all large corporations like Target, Walmart, Nordstrom's, Amazon, stuff like that, and you're a small business, I would maybe hold off on that keyword and maybe come back to that later on in the future. But if you see a bunch of local or, I mean, small, medium-sized businesses and you're a small business, then that's obtainable. But you just have to really understand where you are in the business cycle and who you're competing with. Because if you're trying to compete with these big competitors, it's feasible. It's just going to take a lot of time. And you want to start off with a kind of low-hanging fruit, which are long-tail keywords with low competition and then building your way up and building your way up from there. Great. Love it. So Brandon, what are some of the latest trends in social media? Like when you're working with your clients and you're working with them on Facebook or, you know, whatever platforms you're working in, what are some things that you're looking at these days on the various social media platforms? Social is just constantly evolving. And the main thing is just trying to figure out, who your audience is and what platforms do you need to be on? Because a lot of people try to just be everywhere and you really just should be where your audience is at. And if they're not on social, then you don't need to be on social, but you still probably want to have a presence there because it's social proof. It puts a face behind the company. It builds that trust up. You could have like reviews. You could have people messaging you, engaging with you. They could see that you're a real business, but with social, it just comes down to, what platforms you want to be active on because every platform is going to be slightly different. And it really comes down to like your audience, who is your audience? Like take a step back. And if you're looking for your product or service, where would you go? Would you be going on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, maybe none of those. So it's just trying to figure out where to really be. That's the number one I'd say. Okay. And now, you know, everybody thinks about Facebook and you just said, where's your audience looking for these things? Now, everybody who's listening to this or watching this, or I'm, I'm going to go out on the walk out on a limb and say everybody or 99.999% of people that are watching this or listening to this are on Facebook. And yet, none of us go to Facebook to look to buy uh, 
a vegan protein shake or a keto, you know, recipe, right? We don't go there to look for things to buy. Mm-mm. And yet no, no. everybody's there. So how can you, is there a way that when you're working with your clients, are you only using paid advertising on Facebook with them? Well, Facebook right now, it is kind of a pay to play platform because there yeah. is no reach. If you have a hundred people that like you on Facebook and you post only five out of those hundred people will ever see what you post without you having to boost it up, clicking that little blue button advertising. So there is organic that can be done, but it's just tough on Facebook. Maybe Facebook groups seem to be the best strategy yeah. to get reach on Facebook. But even then it's, it's tough. Facebook really is a pay to play platform, but every platform is different. Like LinkedIn, you don't necessarily need to run ads. You can, but they're very expensive versus other platforms. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all about, like you said, like Facebook, people aren't looking to buy social. People aren't really looking to buy. They're looking to connect with friends, family, get updates on news or sports or whatever they're following, but they're not looking to, I mean, some people might be looking to make a purchase, but most people are not in the buyer state of mind. So you're kind of interrupting people, hoping they're interested in your product or service, which makes social a little bit tougher. It does work. It's just knowing who your audience is, where are they, and how to get in front of them at the right moments. Usually Google is a little bit better if you're trying to run ads because people search on Google. They're showing intent. They're actively looking. So that's the one difference is like social. It's going to be a little bit cheaper because it's a little bit lower quality traffic. It still works, but it's just different. Right. So there are ways even, you know, because I'm all about, I know that you're, you're helping your clients run ads. I'm all about organic uh, reach whenever possible, because as you well know, it costs a lot of money to run ads. And when you're a, a solopreneur, a network marketer, affiliate marketer, you don't have a big ad budget. I mean, there's nobody that's making any money these days on Facebook spending $5 a day, right? Uh, it's just, not really. It doesn't yeah. work like that anymore. No. It used to, but that was a long time ago, right? Mm. Um, But there are ways, even with organic reach, that you can get on that first page of Google for your keywords because YouTube videos rank on Google. LinkedIn articles rank on Google. And, of course, your own website ranks on Google. So there are lots of different ways without you paying for ads that you can use the search engine optimization and the keywords that we were talking about and get ranked on that first page of Google. So that when somebody does go look for a keto protein shake or whatever product or service you're, you're promoting, you can still get on Google organically. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways, but I always tell people your website, you own that. I would always post on your website first and then share it everywhere else. But your website, that's where you get full control. But YouTube, I totally agree with you. Yeah, but but yeah, the more places you can get visibility and exposure, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, and then so you can, you know, for those people, now a lot of people that are watching this don't have their own website. That's why I keep talking about YouTube and LinkedIn. So you can still, even without your own website, although I do agree with you, it's very powerful to have your own website um, because you can use uh, keyword research and optimize that for the search engines. Um, but if you don't, there's still ways you can rank on the first page of Google with YouTube videos, with uh, LinkedIn articles, without having a website. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of sites like that, like Medium or 
blogger or even just creating a little WordPress blog, you don't have to make it nice and pretty, but if you're throwing stuff up on LinkedIn, posts and articles, I would throw it up on your website first because ultimately you own that website. Everything else, you're just kind of renting space off social and you don't own any of that stuff. Like YouTube could take you down anytime and you could spend all this time building it up and building it up and then just be gone. Whereas your website that's yours, you have full control of it. You could do whatever you like with it. So I but totally is agree with you. Very, but YouTube, I always tell people, is so powerful. Like, get a presence on there sooner than later because Google owns YouTube and people want video, people want visual content. And the sooner you get on there, the better because YouTube is going to be promoted as much as they can by Google. They're not going to let that just fall away. Like, Facebook video is pretty popular, but they're kind of just on the decline. That's why IGTV was around for long term, long form video. Now, Instagram's like you put longer videos up there without even doing IGTV. They're kind of taking that all away, but they just realize like video is so very important. They don't want to lose that market share. Like Twitter has videos. Pinterest even lets you put videos up there now. So everything really is towards video. TikTok is all videos. Yeah. And as you said, the beauty is that because Google owns YouTube, they're not letting that go anywhere. So uh, your your YouTube videos are going to rank on Google way before a Facebook video is, right? Yep. Google only cares about making money. So if you search on Google, you don't click on an ad, Google doesn't make any money. They're not yeah. happy about that. But if you search on Google and there's a video and that video is a YouTube video, the first thing that appears anytime you watch a YouTube video, there's always an advertisement. So YouTube is making money, which is really Google making money. I'd say probably 80% of the time you see videos in the search results, it's going to be YouTube. Because yeah. they don't want to promote Vimeo, Daily Motion, Facebook, all these other things. Every once in a while, they'll put them up there, but they would rather put a YouTube video up there. Absolutely. Imagine that. Google wants to make money. Hmm. What a novel concept, right? <laughs> yeah, they make plenty already, but there's yeah. still got to make more. So, Brandon, are there any other tips that you'd love to share with our listeners and viewers uh, that are you know, just getting going on? really SEO and understanding keywords, where would you suggest they begin? Well, like the title of a article, blog post, video, podcast, whatever it is, but the title is very important to put those keywords, probably one of the more important places to put those keywords. So when you do your keyword research, try to sprinkle those keywords into the title. Usually you get about 60 characters, so you can fit maybe like three to five words. So if you're trying to write for more keywords, it's best to make more pages, more content that target those keywords because you want to make it really hyper-focused because if someone's searching for a keyword and that page or video is all about that keyword, you become really relevant. Whereas if that video or that page just mentions it once or twice, it doesn't help out that much. You want to really hyper-focus and make it really relevant because it all comes down to relevancy. The more relevant you are to the search that's being done, the more likely that Google's going to want to show you or YouTube or whatever, Amazon, Facebook, Yelp, they're all obtainable to rank on. And when you write a blog post, when you put content up on your website, when you do a YouTube video, for example, uh, you want to make sure that you're using your keywords multiple times in in that YouTube video. So if I'm talking about the best affiliate opportunities for 2022, I'm great, and that's my title. I'm going to say, so if you want to find out more about the best affiliate opportunities for 2022, multiple times in my video, because YouTube actually listens to the words you're saying as well, correct? 
Yep, they listen, but they're not there yet. There's like if you upload a video, they'll try to put the subtitles or the closed captions, but they don't get it perfect. So they still need you to really spoon feed them and put that text. So if you could transcribe the video or timestamp it or just put content there, because I mean, in the future, they're going to be able to understand, listen, hear the video properly. But right now, they still struggle. So I would still recommend transcribing it if you can, because content text really is so valuable nowadays. Images and videos, they struggle to understand them. They're getting much better at it, but they still need your help. So anything you could do to help them with the content, the file name before you upload the video or image helps out, but really transcribing it is going to be really beneficial. And, and putting that in the description, you want to make sure the description below your video on YouTube has plenty of text that really tells YouTube, the search engines, what the video is about, correct? Yep, that'd be in the description. And uploading subtitles or closed captions if you can, but putting it in the description is the best place. Cool. Great. So any anything else, Brandon, if people want to find out more about what you do and how you can help them, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so everyone that wants to learn more, I create a special gift for them on my website if they go to seooptimizers.com. That's S-E-O-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. They can find that there along with my contact information. And I've done a lot of other classes that I've thrown up there for free. So if they want to learn more about SEO and digital marketing, and also if they want a consultation, I'm happy to dive into their website and see what's working, what's not working from an SEO point of view and give it some free feedback. So if they want to book some time for free on my calendar, they could do that all there. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Brandon. Really appreciate it. So make sure you go to seooptimizers.com slash gift to get your free gift from Brandon. Thanks so much, Brandon. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today. Wanted to optimize YouTube to make sales and recruit team members? Learn how with this free training now. You'll learn how to create a profitable YouTube channel easily. Go to www.gloriamcdonald.com slash YouTube.